0: Hello and welcome back to another episode of Zap. My name's Jono.
1: And my name's Beck.
0: And Zap the Podcast was formed on the basis that there is a lot of good quality journalism out there. And so this is the other stuff. We aim to make the good trash treasure by finding weird, wacky and wonderful news stories from all over the world. We talk about it, we laugh about it, and we make segments somewhat loosely related to it. And today, Beck, uh, we have... A wonderful show coming up, Um, and before we jump into any of that though, let's have a look at what today actually is. Uh, Now there's a couple of interesting days to celebrate today, the first of which we've already done. Uh, it is National oh. Electronic Greetings Day. Um, <laughs> traditionally, referring to the first line of your emails or something like that. Um, but I think mm. the start of a podcast is a, a fantastic example of an electronic greeting. It is um, That's true. And the other, actually, I just want to mention as well. Buddy's uh, trying to uh, get out of out of the what I would call my studio. <laughs> <laughs> so you might hear him in the background.
1: For those who don't know, Buddy is Jono's dog. It's my
0: dog. Yeah, yeah. No, I've not just got. So, I've not just got a friend. Like a friend, a friend, who's desperate. He's trapped in here, uh, but no, Buddy, my dog, is is trying to scratch at my door to get out. Um, but he he unfortunately is not allowed tonight. Um, so while that's happening. Um, Let's, let's continue with the other National Day I wanted to look at. Mm. Um, it comes sort of hand in hand with one we did a few weeks ago when we... <laughs> you can hear him there. When we <laughs> had a look at National Clean Out Your Fridge Day. Um, because I was concerned that it was um, a once a year event. But today, yes. my concern has vanished um, on account of it being National Throw Out Your Leftovers Day. Yeah, today. (laughs) So so it turns out there's two days um, in the year. Why we've relinquished responsibility of cleaning out our fridges to National Day (laughs) celebrations, I don't know. Um, But at least we're looking at it twice a year now, albeit not very well spaced. True. Um, I
1: mean, for those who only follow these National Days, you know they're the only times that they clean out the fridge it's a shame that they're pretty close together are yeah, they're two, like, weeks,
0: they're two yeah. weeks apart and so, so we really like, should
1: have spread those out a bit more
0: yeah there's whoever's <laughs> doing the admin um uh, for this national day registry they need to really have a have a have a good look at what they're doing maybe i don't know Get it on a, get it on a calendar. Review the whole thing and be like, yeah. "Well, look, we're two weeks apart here. Maybe we could maybe we could chuck one of these around to like May or something, to, <laughs> or maybe add it a, out a bit sprinkle
1: better. a few more in." Uh... Yeah, that's probably a better idea,
0: actually. <laughs> um, the other thing we wanted to talk about before we jump in today is the update to our ultimate showdown.
1: Yes. So, for those who haven't been following this, which if you haven't, my goodness, get on. Zap the podcast Instagram and make sure that you're following along because we are doing an ultimate competition and it is called What is the Ultimate ah, Drink? And we are trying to find the mm. most smash, smashable, smashable <laughs> <laughs> summer beverage. And we've had the first round. So we started with 16 different drinks that were submitted by our listeners and mm-hmm. we narrowed that down to eight, which we discussed last week. But now we have very... They're disappearing. They're being all sipped up. We are down to four. <laughs> being all sipped up.
0: <laughs> oh, my gosh. This we're, is, we're sipping through all of them.
1: We really are slurping, slurping them down. It's like we've got a mega straw and they are just wow. going down. So as a quick recap, our final eight were Coca-Cola with ice, peach yeah. iced tea, mm-hmm. freshly squeezed orange juice, Solo, Pasito, Lemon Lime Bitters, Chalky milk and water. And before we dive in, I did find some of these results quite surprising. Not All what, right. not what I would have chosen uh, for some of these, right. but but they're very okay, interesting. And the people have spoken. I, I can't argue with it. Really? Yeah, oh. well,
0: it is It is the, the people's uh, vote. Um, yeah. These are the same people who will make up the People's Republic of Zappistan <laughs> uh, one day when we claim independence from Australia. Um, and, you know, the people need to have a voice.
1: Yeah. So, the first one, and Jono, I feel like you may be disappointed in this one, was no. water and freshly yep. squeezed orange juice. And water won... Me. With fifty-seven percent of the vote, yes, I was backing okay. orange it was, juice. It was close. It was very it close. It was
0: close. Yeah. All right. Okay. At least it was close because then, I don't know. Whatever it goes up against might win. But I am. Mm. Look, I don't want to. I don't want to throw shade at the people who support us. But I feel <laughs> like we're pandering to a crowd of boring people.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I know. What was it we we said at the very start? Well, like if water wins. Like, what have we, what have That's we done? Crazy. Or maybe
0: they're just trying to, maybe they're just trying to get under our skin. You know, True. maybe it's not that they're boring. Maybe it's they're having too much fun annoying us.
1: And, and they're really well hydrated as well. <laughs> <laughs> Very
0: well hydrated.
1: So, so we've got water moving into the semifinals. Our next wow. pairing, and this one was so close. I literally think, yeah, a couple of votes separated it. Wow. Lemon Lime Bitters up against <gasps> Pasito. And Lemon, yeah. Lime and Bitters won with yes! 52% of the votes.
0: Okay, so I'm quite close. glad about that.
1: Yeah. No, I'm happy with that. But Pasito is so good. So Pasito I'm like not good. surprised that it was such a close call. Also, yeah. can I just say huge hmm. thank you to everyone who voted because we had a, an amazing turnout of votes. It Ooh. was such a good turnout. And so just thank you for everyone who's voting because this also then makes it that much more exciting for who's going to be winning the yeah. ultimate ugh, drink competition tote bag that is very limited edition. Uh,
0: Exceedingly so.
1: Yes. So that's making it very interesting. But thank you. I just wanted to say a big thank you because yeah. it's very, very nice to see. So our third pairing was Coca-Cola with ice up against yeah. chalky Milk. And this yeah, was okay. the most landslide, probably, yeah. of, of this round. Coca-Cola with ice won with 70% of the vote. Yeah. So, well I done, can I can Coca-Cola. imagine that. I mean, yeah.
0: if you're looking for something refreshing, maybe milk's not your first option. <laughs> and I <laughs> can understand that.
1: I, I totally understand it because the chalky milk, when you drink it, it does make you go, ah. Like, I that do is that. True. It really that quenches is true. That, that little itch. So Hungry, I totally thirsty. back Exactly, oh. exactly. Yeah, it. So I I totally back anyone who voted chocolate milk, and I'm sorry that yeah. your vote didn't get through, but that's that's the game. All right, <laughs> the last pairing for the competition for our second round was peach iced tea up against solo, yeah. and I heard some conversations Ooh. that this one was very hard for people. Yeah, because I one of the reasons that I heard was. Of course, they're both fantastic drinks, but Solo, even when you drink it, it does give you the ah, it's sometimes a bit too carbonated. So, peach iced yep. tea is easier to skull down and yep. therefore more likely to have a more ultimate ah feeling. So, Ooh. thought that was a very interesting take. I did hear a lot of pa- fans of peach iced tea, however... Solo did pull ahead with fifty six percent of the it. votes. Yes, it was tight, but so Solo. We've,
0: we've got three carbonated beverages and one nothing beverage <laughs> going into <laughs> our semi final.
1: Yes, that's so true. We do. So this will be very interesting to see. Please keep an eye on at Zap the Podcast on Instagram oh, and snap. the by the time you're listening to this we will be announcing the grand final as well. So very exciting. Make sure that you're checking it out to get your vote in for that so that you'll also have the chance to win the very, very limited edition Zap the Podcast Ultimate Drink Tote Bag. So thank you for playing along. I'm very excited to see how this turns out. Yes.
0: Uh, But to kick us off today, we are heading down the east coast of Australia. Um, All the way down, we are jumping in the ocean. And then, after a bit of a paddle, we found Tasmania, (laughs) which is where our story today takes place. And Beck, you—surely you probably know those days where you wake up in the morning and you are—you're not in the mood. You're not at all interested in going to work that day. You're just like, (laughs) Uh, I could just lay here (laughs) and not go to work um, and stay. Here in this bed uh, until I am evicted because I'm not going to work. I'm not getting enough money to pay my rent. Um, and <laughs> not sure it's... I've thought that far. <laughs> no, okay, that's fair enough. Um, but the first part <laughs> where you wake up and you, you're yeah. like, I don't want to go to work. I wish some sort of act of nature would block a road or stop the trains so that you could have the day off. Have you I thought it that far? I wish
1: that at school. Like, yes. that it would snow, even though it's never once snowed never in once snowed. <laughs> the area that I lived. But I'd be like, please, could there be a snow day or something? Or, like, when you wish that it would be too hot. Because I don't know if that was just a rumor, but at school people would be like, if it gets to over 45 degrees, then we have to go home or something like that. I feel like I've
0: heard that before. Yeah. There's some... I found, I can't remember, it was in the summer, but there's schools, that, some schools will have like wet weather lunch where you you have to be like in the classrooms because it's yes, too wet outside. Yeah. But an, I heard a school use the term sweat weather lunch, oh. <laughs> that it was too hot outside That's and fair, so you stay yeah. in the aircon, which makes wow. a lot of sense, but I just like the term sweat yeah. weather.
1: <laughs> Sounds like an indie song, sweat weather. <laughs> <laughs> sweat weather. Oh, write that down.
0: Write that down. Um, but we have um, a, a story of an act of nature stopping someone from going to work and essentially mm. meaning they've got the day off because a, a resident of Tassie, uh, of Hobart, Amber, um, she was preparing for a day, you know, getting up, uh, having some brekkie, bit of coffee, I'd imagine, and um, she saw something odd Uh, outside her window, and as Amber looked out at her car, there was something big, grey, and sleepy in front of her car, and it was a humongous seal, an elephant seal, (laughs) but not just any elephant seal. This elephant seal's name was Neil. Neil the seal (laughs) was sat in front of Amber's automobile, and Neil refused to yield. He was sealed and couldn't be wheeled from where he was kneeled. What's (laughs) Um, What's <laughs> his name album.
1: really, Neil?
0: It was straight up Neil. It's Neil the Seal. He's like, oh um, he's got a, he's a research like tag in him, and wow. he's known as Neil,
1: no, um, like <laughs> yeah. by locals.
0: Uh, so it is, yeah, actually, Neil there the you Seal. Go. Um, <laughs> And Amber didn't really know what to do about Neil. Um, and in fairness, I don't think I would know what to do about Neil. Because yeah. it's not like you can just go outside and ask him to leave. Excuse me, um, Neil. <laughs> yeah. like well, he's got a name, but that doesn't mean he understands people.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, she, like Amber, couldn't just get in her car and and go around him or try and scare him off with like no. the, I don't know, the horn or the engine or whatever. Because to get into her car, she has to walk within like two meters of a six hundred kilogram beast <laughs> whose warning bites would be strong enough to ba- break through a human's bones. Oh. Um, Wow, and, I never
1: really thought about that, that seals are actually dangerous. Like, they yeah, always just they, seemed cute and
0: cuddly. Yeah, they seem lovely, because you always see them from <laughs> like a distance. Like, it wasn't me like,
1: being faced with the seal. <laughs> yeah. I would have tried to give it a hug.
0: <laughs> yeah, or well, they do look very huggable. Yeah, they do. So that's, that is understandable. Um, and even trying to lure uh, old Neil away wouldn't really have worked, because uh, some experts have said that he was most likely there, uh, coming out of the ocean, to hibernate. Which I didn't realise Seals did And so he wasn't even like hungry He was just looking for a place to nap (laughs) And he found it
1: He was settled
0: (laughs) Yeah, exactly And so um, Neil was resigned to his spot Um, Neil had sealed Amber's car in And uh, delivered her a day (laughs) off work And so that's the signed, sealed and delivered service (laughs) Neil guarantees (laughs)
1: So, Jono, one trend, I guess you could call it probably a trend, that I've noticed popping up recently is run clubs. And I've seen run clubs. Yes. Have you seen or heard anything about this?
0: No, I imagine it's a group of people you go running with.
1: Exactly, yes. Oh. <laughs> Maybe you have. <laughs> I'm
0: an expert, it seems. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so I've, I've seen a lot about it because it keeps popping up on people's Instagram stories. Like people that I follow are going on like 4am, 5am, 6am run club. And I've yeah. seen... <laughs> I know, I know. And I've seen so many TikToks as well. Like people being like off to run club at like 5am in the morning. And they're like, it's the best way to start your day. Like it's so much fun, blah, blah, blah. I'm like... Okay, I do see the appeal. Like, yeah. I, I I, exercise. It makes me feel good. I mean, I rarely do it at those wild hours of the morning. But I'm all for getting extra endorphins, for being healthy, for being good and exercising and all that. But I know that this may sound cliche, but I'm just not, I don't know, I'm just not really interested in running. I, I really, really want to be. And there have been so many times where I just want to, like, get up and go for a run. But I, I just don't. I know this sounds... Yeah. But I just don't know how. Like, I... And I feel like I kind of get bored. I think I would be one of those people who doesn't listen to music. Because I think if I listen to music, I'd get too distracted listening to the music. And I wouldn't run properly. And I, the- oh. I don't know. There's- I also think I'd get a little bit bored. Because I'd be like, like where am I going? Like, <laughs> like what am I doing? <laughs> you know, like... I don't know, but...
0: Next thing you know, you're like three suburbs over. Literally. You're that's, like, where am I?
1: That's exactly what I was I thinking. Hit. I would space out. Now I have out. to run back. Yeah, exactly. I'd like space out into some like deep thought, probably thinking about a Zap segment. And then next thing I know, I'm like so far away. And yeah, you got
0: to catch a plane home at yeah, that point.
1: Yeah, exactly. And the other thing, um, yeah, I just feel like I'd kind of get... A little bit bored as well but and sorry this segment isn't just me having like an internal battle about (laughs) maybe should i will i won't i run but i mean actually it kind of is because whilst there are all these reasons that i probably don't think that i will go for a run or don't really know if i have an interest to go for a run i really really want to join a run club (laughs) i have run club fomo because i tell you what these people on instagram and TikTok, they're doing a great job of selling the dream of the Run Club. Like, it, is it, it, do
0: you reckon it's Big Run Club? Maybe oh, <laughs> trying, oh my to, gosh. trying to push it to everyone.
1: It, it very well could be because it is it is working a number on me. And I, I searched up, by like Adidas or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're,
0: they're just trying to sell more running shoes, and this is how they've done wow. it.
1: Wow. No, okay. I think we're onto something here. But so I did look up. You know just purely for research, how to join a run club. Like I was like, how do I find a run club near me? And there were actually so many sites specifically to help you find a run club. So, Jono, that's furthering even more your theory that maybe this is something bigger behind this. But it gave me an idea. And all these run clubs, they seemed to have like a minimum 5K. That's sort of what I was seeing. Like some people go for 10K, some... 5k but from what i could see it was sort of like minimum 5k runs some of these i'm seeing are like 7 oh 8k my gosh. but yeah minimum 5k right and i here i am talking about thinking about running i've never ran 5k i think the most i've ever ran knowingly like i don't know maybe i one time was running actually no but i don't think i could <laughs> have unknowingly unconscious ran unconscious <laughs> or something <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> like if I was running to catch a bus, but I've never ran like 5Ks yeah. to catch a bus. Was, but I don't think I can yeah. do that.
0: I just the, don't have the knees for running, yeah. let alone 5Ks.
1: <laughs> so I, I think the most I probably ran was cross country, which even then I think was like 3Ks oh, yeah. max. And I, I like cross country is a whole other story. Like I yeah. did not like cross country. But no. as I said, I really want to join a run club, but not one of these run clubs. I want to join just... A run club. So Jono, I have an idea and I yes. think Zap should start a run club, but of course with a little Zap twist, our own, our own version of a run club. So yes, there are some things that I think, you know, some rules that could sort of, not rules because I don't want there to be <laughs> strict rules on run club, but just some things that I think could make up the Zap run club. And obviously the first thing is that we all have to wear active wear when we turn up for this right. run club. We, yeah, yeah, yeah. we may not be running 5k but we need to dress like we are. We've got all the gear and no idea so I'm even thinking Perfect. we wear like those backpacks that like runners wear well oh, <laughs> that yeah, have the water yeah. in them so I'm we gonna can I'm going to bring some of those
0: like um, like ski poles. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have some of those. How will we going with them?
1: Well yeah we just need to look fully decked out as if we are going to be going for a 5k plus run yeah secondly we're gonna run at a reasonable hour now maybe Jono I know you get up early for work so yeah. maybe we could do like a 6 30 a.m maybe a 6 a.m if we're pushing it or 7 a.m or maybe even like we do a 6 p.m like we go the night oh, yeah. evening go the
0: night route, yeah I
1: haven't fully decided on the time yet but I'm telling you, there will be no 4am
0: no, <laughs> run club that, of this silly. kind. If I, yeah, I, I don't like waking up 4am when I have to. I'm in no mood to run. <laughs> yes. I am, all I'm doing is I am sort of, I'm crawling out of my bed over <laughs> to the kitchen. I make myself a coffee and some breakfast. I crawl back and then have that that. That coffee and that breakfast, and then I crawl to my car and I go to work. That is no running whatsoever. That is yeah, the opposite of running.
1: <laughs> running is the last thing on on your mind
0: at four a.m. Yeah, yes. absolutely.
1: <laughs> so now all this talk about running—it's a run club. We do oh, it's have got to me run. We tired all this we... <laughs> talk about running. <laughs> We—I I hate to say—but we do have to run at this run club. But right. I feel like. <laughs> I'm going to set up like some cones or something or we find like an athletic track and we only run 100 meters. If you want to run more, sure, go for it. But the goal of this run club, we're going to run 100 meters. Doesn't matter how long it takes you to do it. Well, actually, it does. That sort of gets to another point I have later on. But you don't need to like run it really fast we're not like the other thing that kind of like makes me nervous about run club is that you have to talk to other people <laughs> while you're running, and also you've got to like keep up with everyone, so if we're only running a hundred meters like yeah no one's i mean if you want to sprint it, sure, but we're just going to be jogging, we're just running this hundred meters, but then, as a reward for getting through this hundred meters as I, as I said, uh, if you want to run more, sure, go ahead, but yeah the min- the minimum we're going to be running is a hundred meters here, yeah at the end we've got a barbecue and a coffee machine and we've got bacon and eggs being cooked on the barbecue and we've got coffee being made and so we just hang out and have breakfast and we can say that we did run club wow. because we you did know, run and it was it we, is a club boy now we have a could breakfast. to make
0: it easier as well i've just thought about the word run um, yes. as a word it has there's a few definitions to run But one that I think would be particularly apt, it still involves running, Mm. but in cricket, when you make a run, you go from one end of the cricket pitch to the other. That's a Mm. run. So you've done a run if you go from one end of the cricket pitch to the other. On on just like the pitch (laughs) itself. You don't even have to Yeah, we we (laughs) just go to a park with a cricket pitch. We go like I don't even know how long is a cricket pitch. Not very long, like Like
1: twenty meters? Twenty five?
0: No, no, no. Not even that long. Not not even like not the whole field. But um, just the, the bit they bowl on.
1: Yeah. Well, is... My mental... Oh, no, it is men- 20 metres There we go! Get- <laughs> yeah. Well, wow, oh, I thought it yeah. wasn't
0: that long. That seems long now. But it's a lot shorter than 100 metres. <laughs> it meters. is. So That's we, true. Okay, I like we that do thought, Jono. A, a cricket run, it's still a run <laughs> club. We don't need to change the word. It's spelt the same. And oh. it's easier. And we still get breakfast.
1: Okay. No, I like this. Because then we can sort of like... People can stand around it like fielders. If, let's say, you want to come to Run Club, but, I don't know, maybe you're just hanging out. Like, you can watch. No, actually, we all have to run because that's part of the... We all all at least have to make it from one end of the cricket pitch to the other so we can say that it was a run. I like that. Yeah, exactly.
0: I've done a run. Yeah, I went for a run this morning. And then afterwards, we stand around the field like fielders with our bacon and egg um, rolls.
1: Yes, yes. Okay, no, this is good. I like this. And no, (laughs) I'm getting very excited about this now. And (laughs) another sort of thing that I'm going to put on this Run Club is that it's a strict like 50-minute gathering because I think, you know, people sometimes feel obliged that, you know, if you're having breakfast, you need to hang around and chat. But Run Club clearly has like a start and end time because it's like, okay, oh, we yeah. run, we stop running. So this, we're, we're going to put a strict time limit on it of 50 minutes, maybe yeah. 45. I don't know what we're feeling. But we'll,
0: we'll have to, we'll have to do some tests with the barbecue. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's true. Feel. <laughs> well, um, but- yeah.
1: So it'll be like max now because we've got like 10 minutes pack up time
0: for the barbecue. <laughs> yeah, pack down the barbecue. <laughs> yeah.
1: Bump out. Yeah, yeah. Um, (laughs) But I also thought if people get, like, don't just want to stand around and chat during this time, we can have some activities. Like, I'm thinking, like, primary school athletic carnival games. So, like, where you have to sort of balance a beanbag on your head or, like, uh, what's that game? Like, Captain Ball, (laughs) like, doing that game. Oh. Something like that. Captain Ball Ball seems so familiar
0: to me. I think
1: Captain Ball Ball is, like, you're all in a line and... Yeah. The person at the front has the ball. And in primary school we'd played it sitting down for some reason. But you'd lift right. the ball over your head and the person behind you picks up the ball and then you like pass it oh, backwards on you're the line. It back. Yeah, 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 and then yeah. the person okay. at the back runs to the front and then yeah. you do it again. That's a- another the- run. That's true. That's another run. So many runs. I went on two
0: runs this morning. <laughs> <laughs>
1: but yeah, I think let's make it happen. Like we should if if anyone's interested in joining Jono and I's Zap the Podcast Run Club, let us yeah. know. We'll put up a post about it. Well, and if you want to join Run Club, we'll make it happen.
0: We'll, we'll make it happen. And maybe we'll make official Zap the Podcast Run Club merch.
1: Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. No, we actually have can to. Advisors. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Let's do this. <laughs> I absolutely love it when listeners and followers of Zap the Podcast send us things on the internet that they truly just have very zappy vibes. Um, yeah, this they, It's, it's, it's oh, so good.
0: <laughs> it is. It's very, very good.
1: And, you know, they've signed, sealed, and delivered these great Uh, bits of material to us. That's how I'm working uh, in the theme. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So my friend Dom has been the latest and greatest to share something with me and it is very on brand. And Dom is a very cultured fellow. He has terrific taste in music and a very vast knowledge of fine cheeses. And he is just about as close <laughs> oh, <laughs> as you can wow. be to a sommelier without being an official sommelier, at least in my eyes. He's, he's about as close as you can be. Right, and okay, a, so and
0: a wine aficionado.
1: Yes, which by the way, did you know? To become a similar, I think there's all this stuff you have to do, but you also have to do a test that only happens once every two years.
0: Wait, as in they only run the test every every once every Apparently,
1: two years. Apparently, yeah. That's because I Googled like how do you become one? And it was like you need this degree, you need blah 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 blah, and you need to take a test that only happens once every two years. That's wild. I know. So yeah, it's a big commitment. <laughs> you're, to oh, be I've got
0: to make sure I make it on time. Imagine you're like you're, you're late. Sick? Oh yeah, and then, and then you're yeah you're, you're done. Yeah, you're done for that year. That's two crazy. years. You can't <laughs> you cannot become a familiar for two years, and you just like put everything behind. Yeah, wow.
1: Like, do you just keep? Studying it? Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> put Anyways. Putting more
0: work into <laughs> <Yeah>. the degree.
1: <laughs> so that's how I believe he came across this this type of article. And it's it's fantastic. It's a pairing list. Pairing wine with mm. Arnett's Shapes.
0: Oh,
1: (laughs) now this was written by kate peck and it was shared on delicious.com.au and i don't know much about kate peck i think she's a tv presenter uh but i know that she has great tastes and i'm really trusting her with this pairing list and jonah i thought we should read through uh some of these pairing descriptions that kate has given us because for some zap listeners yeah i It's pretty great. And for Zap listeners over 18 who like wine and like shapes, perhaps you're looking for something to do this weekend and perhaps you may have just found it. So I was also thinking, like, imagine if you could actually go to like a wine tasting thing and then they paired with shapes like I would love that.
0: (laughs) Like, on a weirdly also zap wine tasting note, I once went to a a winery, an Mm. organic winery, and the guy there was one of the funniest people I'd ever met (laughs) in my life. Just the most hilarious guy giving us, like, a wine tasting. Mm. And he was like... Some people, they're like, really, like, you have to pair this. You, you cannot consume this wine unless you're having it with a steak. And he's mm. like, uh, to me, I don't, I don't think it matters that much. You can have this red wine with a zinger and you'll
1: be, <laughs> like, you'll be <laughs> happy. Oh, my gosh. I so, would be very happy. after my own heart, it was he. He knew the audience. <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly.
1: So, I have summarized some of these descriptions for the podcast, but I think we'll still get the gist of it. So, sit back grab a glass of something mm. and let's dive in. So the first pairing that we have is chicken crimpy, our beloved chicken crimpy, oh. paired with Chardonnay. So chicken Chardonnay. Yeah. So chicken crimpy offers a light, fluffy crunch compared to its denser colleagues. The Crimpies Chicken... Yeah, her descriptions are fantastic, it's, I must say. It's so rude
0: to, to all the other shapes. I know. It's denser colleagues.
1: <laughs> or like more dense to the palate. Yeah, because, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Crimpies Chicken feels halfway between mum's roast chook and extra chicken salt at your local fish and chip joint. Upon tasting, right. the flavor coats your palate with rich umami, soon followed by the flaky cracker that brings a brioche sweetness. I'm rolling <laughs> <laughs> I'm rolling an oaked Chardonnay here. The perfect match to cut through the salt and fat, generous acid to refresh the palate between crimps, plus the bright between fruits <laughs> the, <crimps. laughs> the bright fruits and rich mouth to feel Feel to balance the umami and the cracker's sweetness. So, wow, beautifully described. I must say, these descriptions are phenomenal.
0: They are. Like, <laughs> I've never heard a a chicken crimpy described in such an elegant way. I know. <laughs> and I mean, it's a it's a great it's a great shape but uh, oh, yeah. some would say the ultimate shape for at the beach <laughs> specifically but uh, that blows my mind that someone has gone into that depth for <laughs>
1: chicken cream <I> <laughs> well just you wait because it gets a whole lot more so next we have the barbecue shape paired with a sangiovese so Right. <laughs> salty tangy and herby with a strong presence of pulverized dehydrated sun-dried tomatoes on their classic flaky savory crispy cracker Whew. so where to wow. for wine here <laughs> if you could think of a traditional italian tomato based pasta this would be the pairing go for a wine with generous ripe fruit and nice smooth medium to low tannins nothing to make that salt angry and inflame the tannins on your palate I did my tasting with a somewhat. I didn't know you could inflame tannins. I know. It's just like this is news. We're learning to me. here. I did the tasting with a somewhat voluptuous-bodied Sangiovese. It surprised me how well it stood up to the barbecue shape.
0: That's uh, okay. This is at first I was liking it, but now it just feels very silly. <laughs>
1: Well, perfect like, for zap.
0: <laughs> yeah, it is perfect for zap. But I, I I suppose it makes it does make me curious to know if like there's if you had a glass of wine and you had a variety of shapes and you just tried a bunch of different shapes with a bunch of different wines to try and see which ones tasted mm. best with which, I wonder if you would come up with the same results. Yeah. And I wonder if it would be interesting or if you'd just be you're just drinking wine in shapes. <laughs>
1: Which sounds all right. Too, Which some. sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> all right, next we have pizza shapes and Pinot Noir. So, Ooh. the Shape Collection's chunkiest, crustiest, most sturdy offering with delicious hunks <laughs> of God knows what protruding from the biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> Expect more cheese and less tang than the barbecue shapes with solid notes of tomato. Here, I've chosen Pinot Noir. Floral, fresh, and medium weight profile with decent acid to lift the shape's tomato notes and nicely cut through the cheese factor.
0: <laughs> wow! Ugh. So it's there's been like a real good amount of thought put into this. Oh yeah,
1: this. <laughs> at least a lot of thought into adjectives to describe the shapes <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. All
1: right, next. This one is controversial for me because I'm not sure I like this shape, um, but Ooh. I do like the start of the description. Immediately after cracking open the cheese and bacon, the smell. Oh, you're not a cheese and bacon oh, person. Yeah, no, I'm not sure I am. Like
0: at all, you just don't like them. I
1: mean, I can eat them, but I could only maybe like two or three. After that, really? it just gets a bit too pungent for me. Yeah.
0: Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> swear, it has been a while. I can't say I've had cheese and yeah. bacon in a while because it's not. It's not at the high, high at the, the dizzying heights of of chicken crimping. Yeah, but exactly. Yeah. It's good. <laughs> this is my memory.
1: I, f- I forgot to say the pairing is cheese and oh, bacon with rosé. So oh. <laughs> I'll I'll start from the top again. Immediately after cracking open the cheese and bacon, the smell of cured meats hits me like a bus. <laughs> How much bacon truly exists in this box is a mystery we need not know the answer to. A fairly decent rule of thumb for wine pairing is meat color equals wine color. Fish equals white wine. Steak equals red oh. wine. Yeah, which I was like, okay, adds up. Uh, and so here we have bacon equals rosé. <laughs> you can think, right. <laughs> you can think of cheese and bacon. Oh, you can think of the cheese and bacon shape like a sunny Sunday afternoon, low-key cheese and a mild meat plate. I'd be looking for a juicy, fresh, young, fruit-forward rosé with high acid to balance the salt, cut through the fat, and keep your palate salivating for more.
0: That's wild. That- yes. Well, i that's a try it live we will not be doing, but a try it live that we're glad someone else has done for us. Right?
1: <laughs> okay, the one I'm going to skip to the end to read is oh, yes. one that... She described as a wild card, which I agree. We have spoken about this shape before, but I can't say that it's one that I've tried. Jono, I'm not sure about you, but it is nacho cheese. Have you tried that? I I can't
0: remember if I've tried it. I've definitely seen it. I don't know if I've tried it. Uh, I've tried cheddar cheese, but I don't think I've tried nacho mm, cheese.
1: Yeah. Well, nacho cheese apparently is paired with pinot grigio, the best. So nacho cheese is the bonus shape, not in the originals collection. It claims of Mexican spices, tomatoes, salsa, onion, and garlic are all more or less evident. But where is the cheese? <laughs> Apparently, uh, God, says. No. <laughs> the point is, nacho cheese is not actually a cheese wine combo. We've delved deeper, (laughs) and I'd be looking for something. (laughs) Tropical and ripe, ideal for balancing tomato-based spicy dishes. Try a ripe style of Pinot Grigio from Australia or the USA, and it will have enough acid to keep the nacho... Oh, no, keep the macho nacho cheese flavours at bay while lifting and refreshing your palate. (laughs) That's madness. There we have it. I'm
0: I'm very (laughs) impressed that someone has has taken the time to do this and um, I'm glad it wasn't me. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We have sealed, we have signed and now it is time for me to deliver. Now, if you've been following us for a few months, you'll know that we went through a bit of a phase of testing out the latest and greatest of AI generated everything. Mm. Um, But particularly... I found myself interested in an AI that spe- specialised in storytelling, <laughs> called AI Dungeon.
1: Uh, and yes. through this AI,
0: we enjoyed many adventures, um, most of which ended us uh, ended with us poisoning, poisoning? a variety <laughs> of targets and bystanders. Mm. Um, and we we had a lot of fun with these AI storytellers, but no matter how many times we used them they always felt a bit clunky you would put in your response to the situation and it would give you it, it would it would update the the story in a way that you didn't really intend for, mm. um, so there was always a bit of a disconnect between what you're putting in and what the. We tried AI's so
1: hard not to distribute that poison yet. Every, but every time, every
0: time we poison someone, <laughs> we we did everything in our uh. power. We said throw it out the window, and it didn't throw it out the window. It went down to street level of this building and threw it into a crowd of protesters <laughs> or something like that. And we we're like, whoa, yeah. hold the phone there. Oh, dear. Um. So, today, I thought I would try my hand at being the storyteller. Okay. I will be giving you an initial prompt. Um, this will tell you about who you are, what, what you're doing, what your goals are, what problems you've got to solve. Um, and then, you're just going to, as if we're doing another one of these AI things, you're going to tell me what your action is. And then from that, I will tell you the next part of the story. Oh, and then, okay. So I so you're am the taking AI. the place of the AI today. Right, um, And okay. we'll do this um, until something um, that I think is really fun <laughs> has happened or <laughs> the story comes to its natural close. Or maybe we continue this in another episode. Um, so without further ado, it's time to jump into a game that I'd like to call AI Dungeons Good, I guess. I, I guess. But can we please play Jono Quest?
1: Oh, I like it. I like it. <laughs> and so, we're Jono playing a bit of Jono Quest. Quest. Jono, Jono Quest. Jono Quest. <laughs> Mom said it's my turn on Jono Quest. <laughs> oh, the day when kids of the future will be saying that. <laughs> <laughs> so,
0: this um, is the prompt. Uh, and it's also the only part of this segment I've prepared because okay. f- f- Ooh, after this yeah. prompt everything is... i say is based on what you have said
1: wow chat so gp we'll see... jonno
0: Yeah, well, apparently it's, like, down. Or there's some issues at chat GPT, so I'm really trying to take in at the moment, trying to get in and and corner that market while Instead of the robots
1: taking over, Jono has just decided to take over. Yeah.
0: (laughs) I'm just showing them that I can be a useful ally when we eventually uh, become ambassadors for Team Robot. (laughs) Exactly. All right, here is your prompt. Yeah. Your name is Harlan Sanders. You are the People's Republic of Zappistan's greatest spy. Mm. Last week... Intelligence picked up radio chatter saying that the Pringles man had been corrupted and that a dastardly plan to make the Pringles can even thinner had begun. Your mission is to infiltrate the Pringles headquarters and take down Mr. Pringle once and for all. After parachuting into a clearing, you trekked through a thick forest and now just up ahead of you stands the outer wall of the Pringles compound. Two guards make their rounds of the top of the wall and you can hear others inside the compound. What do you do?
1: Okay. So, firstly, I feel like I need to create some sort of distraction. So, I have brought with me some, maybe, okay, I've hired some people to protest out the front of the Pringles headquarters saying we want bigger cans so they've got pickets um and they're basically campaigning for the size of the pringle can to be increased um and maybe they're doing some weird things they've got like oh no they're they're pretty peaceful protesters actually they've just they're just picketing and chanting you know okay um and whilst they're doing that i am walking around the edge where the once the guards are distracted. I'm trying to find a secret entrance.
0: Ooh, okay.
1: And Alrighty. Do I? Yes. Well, do I need to find? Do I need to find, or are, or do you go from here? No, I, I'm not I'll sure tell how much story inco- from Okay, here. okay, cool. Okay, oh, I'll, yep. I'll Alright, over, over so, to you.
0: <laughs> as you, Colonel Harlan Sanders, make your way up towards the fence or the wall of the uh, Pringles compound, you hear the distant chant of bring back big cans, bring back big cans <laughs> as the sound of a hundred voices strong picketing out yes. the front of the compound, uh, trying to get the Pringles men to change the cans back from the, the current size to an even bigger size, uh, which is quite a reasonable thing for them to want. <laughs> and while this is going on, you've got your, the guards that were on top of that wall have circled around to the other side of the mm. compound, and that gives you the chance to sneak around and look for a secret entrance. Now, you have found uh, two possible entrances. One of which is uh, a grate that goes down underground into what could be a sewer, what could be a stormwater drain. You're not 100% sure at this point. Or there is a, uh, a small metal gate with a big padlock on it.
1: What do you do? Oh, okay. I the first one was the sewer, right? Is this yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, I think I'm going to try the gate because I am in a bright white suit. So, really yeah, don't want to get true. that dirty with the really sewer. Really
0: bad spy gear. Yeah.
1: So. <laughs> I mean, it is maybe it's a bright white track suit. Um I I just only, yeah. only wear bright white and my bolo tie, but Yeah. <laughs> Inside my bolo tie, it, it might look Ooh. unsuspecting and just like a fashion accessory that is must have for myself. If I pull on the end of one of the ribbons, a little a little pick comes out. So I go over to the gate and I manage to use my secret spy gear hidden in the bolo tie to unpick the lock on this gate. I open the gate and I walk through and... I now need to locate the where Mr. Pringle is hiding because I need to try and convince him and yes. here's what I'm thinking is going to be my my ploy to essentially convince the Pringle guy oh, to yes. to widen the can is that I have in my pocket what he will think is the recipe for the 11 secret herbs and spices oh. original recipe chicken. I've got that in yes. my pocket. So I am planning to use that as leverage. Uh, but Ooh. is it the real one? Uh, we don't know. We'll find out. Well, no one
0: knows. No one no knows. No one could possibly know. Exactly.
1: So here I'm, I've just got All through right. the gate. I've got that just in my pocket and I need to find, find the office. Pringle. Yes. Or, or where, it, where Mr. Pringle is located.
0: All right. You push open the old metal gate and it makes a, a whiny creak <laughs> as you open up. And you walk inside and before you... You're, you're currently around the back of a building, but as you round the corner, you see four main buildings inside this compound. There is a, a relatively small little building um, that might just... It looks like it it's, uh, doesn't have a lot of interest in it. Mm-hmm. There is a larger um, two-story, quite wide building... Um, that seems to sit sort of front and centre of the compound. Uh, and then you have two other small buildings. One looks like a little maintenance shed uh, and the other one is of reasonable size and might have some vehicles inside of it.
1: Mm. Where do you want to go? Hmm. Okay, I think just channelling Goldilocks and the three bears, not, not sure yeah. why, but I'm going to pick the one that's just right and that sounded like the one that was in the middle. So I'm going to walk yeah. towards the moderately sized-looking building.
0: Perfect. All right. As you start walking uh, towards the big building, you're sort of you're a spy, so you're sneaking around. Yeah, a little doing bit, some flips. Yeah, doing some doing some flips, doing <laughs> some mad parkour. Um, and you run um up the side of one of the buildings, Ooh. then along the top, <laughs> leap off, and you're now grasped onto the gutter of one of the big buildings (gasps) um you are yeah you've done some awesome parkour here (laughs) and there's two windows to your right there's one a bit closer and one a bit further away um the one closer to you there's no light on in there but the one further away there is a light and you can see shadows of people moving inside what would you like to do
1: Let's go where the action is. I'm going to flip into the one where the people are moving inside and hope that all they right. know where Mr. Pringle is.
0: Alrighty. You jump in. You flip through the window. Um, the glass shatters. It sends <gasps> glass flying all through oh, the room. No. I didn't use um, my
1: glass cutting material.
0: <laughs> no, you didn't. Material um, but. You are relatively um, unharmed, other than just the, the impact of, of the ground. Mm. Um, there's no, you don't have any bits of glass uh, out of you. And you stand up, and in this room, you see a board meeting. You don't <gasps> see Mr. Pringle himself with his mustache and monocle. Or maybe he doesn't have, was that a Mandela effect thing? Hang on, let me just quickly go Mr. Pringle. No, I'm Mr. pretty Pringle. sure. Oh, he doesn't he have does? a monocle. It's Mr. Monopoly that has uh, the monocle. Mr. Pringle doesn't have a monocle. Mr. Pringle just has, has the massive big moustache yeah. and the bow tie. But you don't see Mr. Pringle here. What you see <gasps> is a board of perhaps executives who are sitting around this table. They are all absolutely shocked. They are stunned. Um, and from outside the door to this boardroom, you hear, what's going on in there? <gasps> from someone with a, a bit of a gruff voice. What would you like to do?
1: Quick question. Can the board members see me? Have they seen yes. me? Yes. Oh, they have seen have me. You have
0: smashed through the window. Okay. Um, <laughs> and the, you have made it very apparent that you okay. are here.
1: So I didn't... I, I wasn't sure if I was, like, kind of far away from them. Or maybe oh, they no, were deep in like conversation.
0: A, not a huge boardroom. Okay. Um, it's only... Uh, let me think. Maybe, like, four by four tuna. yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> this room. I'd say. Not, okay. no, not right. I'd say, no, no, not even that big. I'd say four yeah, by two just...
1: tuner. Okay. Interesting. All right. So I hear the, what's going on in their voice. I'm going to say to the board members, I'm going to say, look, team, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> I've been sent here by Mr. Pringle himself, as you probably recognize. Ooh. I am, um, mm. oh no, I take off my fake Red beard that I have on because I'm a spy. (laughs) I had you fooled. But I am Holland Sanders. Yes, that's right. Kentucky Fried Chicken, Holland Sanders. Wow. And I'm here on a mission to uh, support other vendors in the food industry, the famous food industry. And I have a meeting with Mr. Pringle and I've unfortunately, clearly... Got a bit lost, couldn't find the door, came through the window. Uh, would someone please be able to help me out? Do me a huge favour and just point me in the direction of Mr. Pringle or Mr. Pringle's assistant so I can book an appointment to chat with Mr. Pringle. <laughs> nothing nothing too serious here. Just want to chat with Mr. Pringle.
0: <laughs> I like that. Um, however, we, we've been going for a little bit, so I might make this a two-parter i feel like this could be interesting as a two-parter
1: okay Um,
0: and so we'll come back to this next week on the cliffhanger of yes
1: please can you
0: executives please uh send me in the direction of (laughs) mr pringle or his assistant so that i can make a booking for a meeting (laughs) you've just smashed through the window so we'll see what they have to say to that okay i'm on the
1: edge of my pringle can (laughs)
0: wow not very big no
1: (laughs) i'm right on the edge (laughs) literally about to fall (laughs) such Uh, a balancing act
0: that is where we are going to leave it today uh make sure to tune in next week for the uh i can only imagine thrilling conclusion (laughs) of that improvised um uh story um if you want to be involved with our, uh, what's probably going to be the grand finals by the time yeah. this is out, of our drinks that make you go, ah, Ultimate Showdown, uh, most smashable summer drink. Um, you can do so by looking us up on Instagram. We are at zapthepodcast, and that's where we have all sorts of stuff in relation to this podcast that goes out. Um, Anything that you guys can be involved in, that's going to be there. Anything that we want to send out as like a, hey, we've done a thing. Sometimes outtakes go there. Sometimes little segments we can um, sort of crunch down go in there as well. Um, So it's a wonderful time. Go check it out. Uh, And also, while you're on the internet, uh, check us out uh, at our merch store, Um If we get people interested in this run club, or maybe just generally mm. anyway, we uh, are looking to make some Zap the Podcast Run Club <laughs> merch. Um, it
1: can be done, uh, and it will be. It done. It can be done.
0: I'd love. Actually, I would really love to get merch made up where it's um. It's, like, run club on the front, but then it shows the technicalities we've used for run club yeah. on the back. Like, yeah, like to get away with calling it a run club. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, um, run so... club is
1: defined as, and it's like...
0: <laughs> yeah, run... <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, no, the run club rules will have, like, the... I like that. Okay, we can have some fun with this. Yeah. Anyways, that... All that fun stuff's going to be coming up uh, in those places, we hope, very soon. Uh, So check them out. Thank you once again for listening, and we hope to catch you on the next episode of ZAP. Bye. Bye.